The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week, we discuss international banking systems, oil markets, and the upcoming Fed meeting. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. In response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, sanctions have been placed on Russian individuals and institutions. On Monday, the US, UK, and Europe agreed to remove key Russian financial institutions from SWIFT. What is SWIFT, and what is the potential impact to Russia's economy? SWIFT stands for the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications and is a messaging network used to quickly and accurately send information, such as instructions for money transfers. Banks, brokerage and clearinghouses, stock exchanges, and asset management companies are just some of the over 11,000 users of SWIFT worldwide, which averages 42 million messages per day. Removing Russian banks from this system makes it harder for large international financial transactions to be completed, as these banks will now lose access to the smooth and timely flow of information that SWIFT provides. Disrupting payments for valuable energy or agriculture products by slowing the process will add to costs for Russian institutions, including the government. In fact, Russia's former finance minister suggested that Russia's economy could shrink as much as 5% after losing access to SWIFT. Ouch. The global oil market is suffering from what looks like the biggest disruption since the 1990-91 Gulf War. A large chunk of Russian crude and refined products for export are not finding buyers, and signs point to even more trouble in the coming weeks. West Texas Intermediate and Brent crude prices have surged to levels not seen since 2011. Let's discuss oil markets and current trends influencing prices. Every investment has a benchmark, or a standard of comparison for price, and oil is no different. There are over 150 different types of oil, each with different characteristics and uses. Terms such as light, heavy, sweet, sour help describe an oil. For turning raw oil into gasoline, the best oils tend to be both light 
and sweet, and two oils in particular with these characteristics are used as benchmarks in global pricing. West Texas Intermediate, or WTI, and Brent Crude. The main difference between the two is WTI is produced in the United States and is the domestic standard, while Brent, produced in the North Sea outside of Scotland, is the global standard. This week saw many market participants simply refuse to deal in Russian oil, even if governments allow it within the sanctions they have imposed on Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. The reasons include confusion about what's legally permitted, fears about reputational damage, or plain moral objections. In the clearest sign yet that almost all buyers of Russian oil have left the market, the country's flagship crude was offered on Tuesday at a record discount of $18.60 a barrel under the Brent benchmark, even at that exceptional discount, which is several times larger than the usual couple of dollars difference. There was not a single bid or buyer for the barrels. To help keep prices from rising, the International Energy Agency, an intergovernmental organization tasked with economic cooperation and development, agreed to release 60 million barrels from its members' strategic petroleum reserves. But that's not close enough to cover the potential drop in Russian oil exports if self-sanctioning continues. IEA members hold emergency stockpiles of 1.5 billion barrels, so they can release more oil and quicker if needed. However, it's generally accepted that while releasing global stockpiles will help with surging prices, that alone cannot keep prices from rising. Be ready for more pain at the pump. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell signaled that the Fed may raise interest rates by its customary quarter percentage point when they meet later this month on the 15th and 16th. Markets have, up until very recently, priced in a high probability that the Fed will raise rates by a half of a percentage point this month. Why the difference of opinion between the Fed and financial markets? Financial markets have looked at inflation as driving the Fed's interest rate policy. The Fed, though, is aware that the Ukraine-Russia conflict has increased market volatility and, in reaction, may be more cautious in raising interest rates as not to exacerbate that volatility. The Fed is very data-driven in its decision-making, so keep an eye on next Thursday, March 10th. That is when inflation data for the month of February is released. How February's inflation number compares to previous months will definitely have an influence on the Fed's decision just a few days later. Before we sign off, a shout out and a quick story. The WIPS audience is growing thanks to you spreading the word to friends, 
family, and work colleagues. Special thanks to Neil this week for helping share the wit. Thank you, Neil. Quick story. At the breakfast table this week, my son, who is four, looked at me and, in his deepest voice, said, May I please be excused? <laughs> I, I laughed and said, Yes, you may, but what is going on with your voice? He replied, This is my podcast voice. <laughs> Hilarious. Next week, we'll keep an eye on inflation and the Fed's response. Tune in next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.